You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Sons of Anarchy After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Sons of Anarchy After Show. Hey there, Suns fans. We're here doing the Sons of Anarchy After Show. This is Season 6, Episode 11, Aeon Rud Persanta. Uh, my name is Matt Lieberman. Joining me tonight on the panel, as always, is Mr. Kevin Undergaro. Hey, Kevin. Thank you very much for the introduction of the, of the craziest, <laughs> my, most mind-blowing Sons of Anarchy oh my God. I've ever seen. I know. It was really... It was. A big deal. We we lost uh, we lost some friends and foes tonight, oh and we're still kind of shaken up. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out though to Chris Lee Kennedy, our, our dear friend, uh, who is uh, home with her family this week uh, due to some illness in the family. We miss her terribly, and we we wish her all the best. Yeah, um, she would have been nuts tonight. She would have gone crazy for this episode. And I'm nuts. sure she she still is back at home, but. Yeah. Um, we we send our our love and our prayers to her and her family. Um, so tonight's episode, Aeon Rudd Persanta, which is actually loosely translated in Gaelic to "nothing personal," which is just such a great cold-blooded title for this episode. We you know I I all of us were just yelling and what and and then just not only what happened but when it happened. Yeah. This was stuff that you would have thought you'd go to credits right. after you'd see these big moments. And we would check our DVR and be like, wait, there's another yeah, no, 45 the, minutes? It was like 42, mi- 42 minutes in? Oh, my God. Clay is dead. Clay is dead. Galen is dead. Connor is now number one to the Kings. But, like... Kurt Sutter lived up to everything he, sa- he said in all his predictions. He Absolutely. Said, he just said, every week it's going to get more crazy. You guys have no idea what you're in for and um yeah he was right there was just a, a palpable <laughs> sets, sense of foreboding from oh, the very top of this episode right. lots of foreshadowing like well, it was uh, so quiet yeah just Tara walking around that house silence and you felt like who's going to jump out who's going to kill her who so from the get go we started with a spook yeah um, she gets news from Rat Boy saying no more daycare, and he, he it was I even felt scared. Yeah, when, no, like when even, he laid down the law to her, and he laid down the law. He did. I didn't know he could be that gruff. He's like, this is the situation. I have the power here. You have no power. You know, stay here at the house. This is what I've been told. You're not to question those orders. Wow. You know, which is just so messed up. It's not. It's not how how their marriage works. You know, Tara has always had a direct line to Jax, and she doesn't. And the other thing is, and we'll talk about all the specifics, what a seesaw of of feelings and emotions. So you have Tara there 
who's F you, Jax. Then later, it's, oh, nice moment with Jax. Then it's like you, you're going to lose your kids or you're, you're going to, it's your freedom or your kids. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's F you, Jax. Then it's, you know, um, the moment in the cabin, it's like, yay, Jax. Or, and we've and been, before, it's just, we've been pl- like thinking all, all season long. You and I have been talking about, you know, when Clay gets out, what he's going to do oh. and all the things that are going to happen mm. once Clay gets out and, and all the plotting he's going to do and how oh, that's going to tie into season no, seven. No. And then to have him so quickly dispatched and know exactly what he was walking into. Uh, you know, he uh, like, well, the, listen, listen, let's get we're there gonna because get there. we have to talk about okay. all those specifics. I know, and, I know, I know. There's so much to digest um, in this episode. I'm so excited. We, you know, briefly we see Wendy, um, God, it's like, I, we'll talk about it because it happened, but I just don't even care. Yeah. Right now I just don't care because of everything else I want on the episode, but. It's but, a lot bigger, but she's sweating out the junk. Uh, Nero says she needs to get into a real rehab. And Gemma is trying to kind of make up for all the bad blood between the two of them. Right. She's trying to to clear some of that off her slate. She's, you know, she says, I, I just, I want to, for once, be there for this person. And then I respect that. I think the events of the past few days, uh, at least in the world of this show, have really shaken her. And Nero's trying to get, also trying to get her to forgive Tara, mm-hmm. just typical Nero. Which, like, I mean, he pushed, he, like, I was like, ugh, you're pushing that a little early, huh? Huh, bud? But yeah. he, he, he's right. She needs to be thinking about this, you know, it's never going to change. Tara will always be these these kids' mother. And everyone this week was kind of reminding Gemma about uh you know about her role in these kids lives she had that scene with Wayne uh in the office a little later where she's acting like you know nothing is wrong and she'll take the kids even though like she has no right to them really or both her well let's talk about that so you know answer of course is I I'm in um, I love you I'm in love love with with you. you we've always known that he verbalizes it um but he's like, I'm I'm still protecting these kids. The only reason I'm not gonna go all the way is because I am in love with you. But he says, You're you're a grandma, you're not a mother, you can't take care of these kids. Yeah. Have and you have you thought about that? That was interesting. Because she hasn't. That's the you know, she doesn't see herself as the villain in Jax's transformation. She doesn't see you know, the kind of damage that she's caused by no. encouraging him to, no. to be a part of this lifestyle. Not at all. As depicted on the show. And uh, and also probably thinking she's still a young chick almost. You know, she's got her, her romance with Nero. Nero. And, you know, she's still, I don't know, probably thinks she's a biker chick. I, I know one of the things that blew me away was... When near when Unser mentions it's not 1968 anymore, and a great quote: "It's dirty and sad, and only going to get worse." Mm-hmm. Like how just horrifying! I know was and, that so horrifying, and and it totally checks into the end of the the end of the episode mm-hmm. and everything that happened. Um, he <sighs> and and also what the other thing we talked about this too. It just gave me a reminder of her age. Yeah. Because Katie Seagal, to me, looks so great. I don't know why. I always think of her as just, I don't know, late 40s, you know. But but when you think of a 1968 reference, when the club was started, and assuming probably somewhere in the late 70s, maybe, that, yeah. you know, as a younger chick, 
she started dating uh, John Teller and Clay. And if you kind of do the math, you realize she's pushing 60, mm-hmm. right? Didn't you look yeah, it up she, and I see? looked it up uh, on on Wikipedia, so forgive me. On Wikipedia, yeah. <laughs> it says that Gemma Teller was born in 55, uh, which would make her which would make her almost 60, uh, 58. Right. Uh, Katie so, Seagal's a bit younger than that, but, you it, know. But, it's, but the character isn't. It's just a good reminder of, yeah, you know what, 58 to raise two kids. Is dicey. Right. Is dicey. And he, he made the point, and it's a very good point, you know, a half sack and filthy Phil. And yeah. Oh, all and Opie. The, and Opie. They all had mothers. Yep. They all had mothers, and if their mothers had maybe pushed them in a different direction, they'd still be alive. Right. And and Gemma's not going to do that. And she's, but that's where she, she got the wrong. She reiterated the course. She's basically was like, stay the course, right? She no, was, I, I think she just took, she took it wrong. Like she she took what he said and just took it wrong. Like what? What? Do you, well, because Stephen she, Lemieux, what, our yeah, engineer. What, what she How said she in response it? was, she said. Well, you don't get a second chance. You only get one life. And when I take what Unser said, I'm like, yeah, you get one life, so you want to stay away right. from Right, and that's stuff. what I'm yeah. saying. She steered back to the cause. Like, it's right. You get one life, and you give it to the club. Yeah, like just terrible. Yeah, she, she was not wavering from... You know, from hey, she was staying committed to. Well, no. she's also she's also separating herself from those other mothers. She, you know, she's like, look, th- those other mothers, and from Filthy Phil and Opie and all of them. You know, they made their choice. You only have one life. I'm already in my life. She's not. She's not using these kids as a second chance. She's not like I'm no. going to raise these kids this differently. This is the way. This is the lifestyle. Yeah. This is the life we chose. This is the That's life it. we chose. They're my family. I'm not letting go of them, but don't expect me to change just because I have to raise these kids. I'll raise them however you know, I want you, to. And you never know. Like she might be one of those moms who's like, "Yep, you know what? Jack's died, but he died on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. He, he died wearing the colors." You, you know, she might be that mom. Yeah. Exactly. I, you need to get on she, the back of a hog like your older brother and your old man. At least she thinks that until something does happen to Jackson. Yeah. Then maybe, you know, she sees it differently. But as of now, it seems like she's, that's it. That, yeah. That's how you go out. Seems that way. I mean, it's certainly the way Clay went out. Uh, oh. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> so let's talk about the the gang springing. Uh, yes. The the big, you know, they, they meet up with Connor and, and his goon. And they've got all the trucks. Yep, four trucks of different colors and different makes and models so that they can't be traced to each other. You know, we've been building to this all season, and, uh, you know, Connor shows them the route. They're figuring out the whole thing. The whole mood is just tense as hell. So tense. Yeah. I was so ner- nervous when mm-hmm. they, you know, because I was saying, you guys, I is this, I wasn't sure the... Um, it was going to go off. I, I thought it might might be botched in some way. Yeah, well, we knew something would go wrong. It can't it can't all go fine. But you know, the I I I agree with you. I was expecting it to get botched in some way. You know, uh, the cops uh, the cops shoot one of the members, which they did. They shot Bobby, which was harrowing, and hopefully he makes it through. We thought we were just going to lose Bobby this episode, and that we were still we were dealing grappling with the ramifications of that when we got the Galen shocker and the clay shocker. Um, and this, this heist was just like very well executed, brilliantly shot. Peter Weller directed this episode. Um, and it was a great, great sequence. They grab clay, the look on clay's face when, uh, when the truck gets cut off and they're like, who are these guys? 
angels um of justice yeah. yeah uh and then with this 50 cal and little did he know how prophetic his statement really was oh god delivering justice to him Ugh! now i feel almost responsible i feel like an accessory <laughs> <laughs> for calling them angels this f- huge 50 cal magnum uh handgun jacks uses to blast through the bulletproof glass and uh we just when we think they're about to get away the sheriff gets up on his feet and starts firing nails bobby right in the shoulder juice just plows right through him um and we have a lot to talk about let's talk about juice real quick so he has a couple of couple of scenes tonight he has a scene with Jax where he kind of uh, addresses the concerns that fans, I think, have been having all season. Like, are you are you having a breakdown? Right. You know, he's like, I'm not having a breakdown. This is just how life is now. But I'm okay. I'm okay. Don't worry about me. He said, you know, I don't want to. Um, and I didn't write it down. I don't want to do. Um, I want to do the right thing, not as in right or wrong. Yeah, but. The right thing, meaning what? What's right by the club? I don't know. I think it's 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 a little grayer than that. It's uh, it's not moral moralistic, right or wrong. I think it's just at this point, the only people that he has in his life are the club. He has his own life, but it doesn't really seem to matter that much to him. I think as long as he's in service to something bigger than himself, do you think that maybe he's gone true believer? Like he always was into brotherhood and family before, but so what, what does true believer mean? To me, a true believer is someone who uh, is selfless with themselves as long as they are protecting the higher cause and they do not they do not have boundaries. Yes, yes, that's yes. I think that's exactly what's going on. You that's know? why he's like, run me over, do whatever you want to me. I'm just going to carry out the orders and yeah, know, do what. Do for the cause. Yeah. I am whatever's the ne- soldier now. Whatever's necessary. He wants mm-hmm. to feel needed. Like, he needs to, like, because with Clay, I mean, he was so in with Clay because Clay needed him. And, like, that was that was tight with them. Even though Do you was, think he still wants to be needed now? I, I don't know about that. I don't that. think that that's what it is anymore. I think he liked being needed because he was seen as the child. He was the funny guy. He, you know, was a, was a goofball when was, we met him. He was relief. He was, he was comic relief. But now... It's not about it's not about being needed. It's not about uh, having a good time. He is trying to protect the only thing that he has left. He's kind of he's had a lot of his soul scooped out. Yeah, you know what? Why else am I here if not to help you, Jax? Why Why else am I here? Because everything else I don't have or has let me down, and I let you down, and I'm not going to do that again. As when Clay gets rescued, yeah, he when he sees it's those guys, where are the Irish? He's. Do you feel he was astute enough to know he was he was effed at that point? I think he knew his his chances weren't great. <laughs> from the moment he got from the moment we saw him at the at the hangar, I felt like he knew something was up. And then as soon as those Irish got dead, he knew he wasn't walking out of there. When when Gemma, but that that's all I want to know. That's no. when he knew. I think it's yeah. I think it's he knew he, had a, he was shocked when he first saw Jackson yeah. them. Yeah, and I think he was a little perturbed. Um, he was surprised that it would be Jacks rescuing him. Uh, I think 
as time went on, his suspicions grew, and then he knew when he shot when he shot Galen. I don't think he knew before that. Um, they mar they march in Galen, Jack, you know, Clay and 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 Galen have this great embrace, and they talk about future and how much money they're going to make together, and then pop, 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 just like that. No, no words of warning. We were all shocked. We shocked, and and I want to. Stephen, you had a great point. One of the things that um, we like in movies and in TV shows when we have villains, and, and uh, I know a lot of the Suns fans are probably Breaking Bad fans as well, but when you think of Gus Fring, he was one of the arch criminals uh, or antagonists on Breaking Bad, and you think of his death. Yeah. You know, um, the uh, Hector's in the wheelchair and he's ringing this little bell with this maniacal look on his face. And, you know, Gus Fring, the antagonist, sees it. Yeah. He goes into this quick panic and, you know, and then it's no! over. Yeah. And then, boom, an explosion. And then Gus Fring walks out, buttons his jacket as if nothing's wrong, adjusts and then, his tie, and then. He adjusts his tie, excuse me. And then we reveal that he's only got half a face, and then he collapses. And we would Stephen had brought this point, which I thought was a great point. You know, usually when a nemesis dies, you get that moment of where the where the antagonist says, you know, gets the gun put in their face, and has, and has a moment of oh shit, oh shit, yeah, oh no. And it's like, and as an audience, you like that because it's like, yeah, how do you, you know, how do you like it for everything you've put us through as an audience? How do you like me now? How do you like me now? And the thing with Sutter is with, when you think of Lee Torek. Yeah. Um, and you think of, um, even, um, last year Pope, he got a little bit of a moment, but it was still rather quick. But Torek, lightning fast. Galen, lightning fast. Yeah. Considering no what he warning. did to Filthy Phil or whatever. It's just uh it's just a choice as a writer, you know, Kurt Sutter. It's just it's we're all used to that moment that giving us that little breath and then seeing them be vanquished. I happen to enjoy that because I, I hated Galen and mm -hmm. I hated Pope. Um I hate anyone who messes with my son, so I like that moment. But at the same time, um I give such credit to Sutter for saying, no, F that. Yeah. F the F F that formula. Like, you're, no. you're kind of giving me an interesting thought, like just kind of pinging off that of as death comes to mean less and less to Jax, as he's become more and more used to being a killer, yeah. the, the, all of the deaths kind of have less, less weight Meaning. to them. You know, like it, it's just, it's Great just point. another body. You know, Clay gets his moment with the silence and seeing Gemma's reaction. So because he's Clay, let, we go outside. Yeah. Okay. So we 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 kill uh, um, Galen, and we're of course uh, in the audience yeah. in our screen room. And, we're uh, all stunned. And Tara Tara arrives with Gemma and Nero to come look at Bobby's shoulder. And I'm thinking, it's one of those moments with Tara and with Gemma. Where you you think of the classic dysfunctional family, all want to kill each other, and then some outside force attacks, and the dysfunctional family bands together. And so I'm saying to myself, God, this could be, you know, again, this roller coaster that Sutter has us on. I'm yeah. saying to myself, Hey, 
this could be the moment that where everything, brings everyone back together. And we're just a big old happy family, and the, we'll deal the, with the Chinese. Right. And, well, we, listen, we know that Tara has a, 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 a soft spot for Bobby. Mm-hmm. We know she's taken the Hippocratic Oath. Um, we know Gemma is just... I feel like I buy... It, Gemma loves the club so much that if you're going to do for the club, no matter what you've done, she'll... she'll let it slide. Like I, I feel like it could have gone that way. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think it was going that way. Tara, you know, was was like, "Damn, I got to do this. Yeah. I, I have to go help." Bobby. Well, that was the moment at the house. You know, yes. she like she had a moment of like, "You, you really think I'm gonna come with you?" Right. And they, in so many words, were basically like, "You're really not." Yeah. If well, if you don't, he's gonna die. That's what's yeah. real. It's honey. Bobby. Yeah. Come on. And so it's so interesting because Tara's she's mm, they've made her so cold uh, as we get to see as this episode unfolds. All they you know they 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 show up and you know she jumps in and she examines uh Bobby but but in the middle of all this right, right it's Clay and and the interesting interaction the Clay Knows now, as yeah. you said. He so, knows. He so Chibs, knows. Chibs says Connor's coming in fifteen minutes, uh, and and Jax looks over at Clay. And I think maybe that, and like that's the moment that we see that Jack that Clay knows his goose is cooked, <sighs> and uh, and and that Jax says, "What would you do?" And mm-hmm. we all like, oh. oh, he's like, I would. You know, it's a uh, people people know each other a long time. Personal beef. They took each other out. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, oh. and and for a hot second, we all think, okay, er, er, like, er, and oh, and he had that moment with Gemma where he's so like, wait, wait, back up. What was yeah. the hot second? Okay. What did you think? So for a hot second, we were all talking about like, okay, so he's gonna get shot in the shoulder or like in the arm or something. Right. Give him a wound, and uh, and we'll just we'll call that straight. Right, you know? right, for a hot second. And, and, it's like they can't and, kill I, and this is how, like, lame I am. Yeah. And so, like, romantic that I thought that Clay was actually, like, what I had been hoping for was that we get the evil of Clay to help us. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we have this great plot. Oh, what planner. would you do? Yeah. And he's actually, give, you know, again, I'm like, this guy can be such an idiot. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, wouldn't it be so cool if he's suggesting, like, how. And I just looked at Jax's face and I'm like, no. That's, I think it's great about this, this series in general is when they have something like this. When you see something that's just so bad to you, you try to find every reason that they could get out of it. Like you come up with every theory. It's like they could just shoot him. So he has to do this. They have to do this. They have to do this. Oh, he's got, he just got shot in the throat. No. Well, no. Well, it, before that, but again, uh, you, guys, yeah. you, get, you guys just keep cutting to the chase. There's just so much involved. Uh, his goodbye with Tara. with uh, with Gemma. Gemma. That's what I was trying me. to bring up. Yeah. I'm glad, you know, it, it was interesting that Clay arced to the point of learning, it seemed like, how to love something unconditionally because he says to Gemma, I'm, I'm glad you're not alone. He gave up all his worldly possessions to her mm-hmm. in the, you know, the last episode and, or in the jail. And, you know, he, I believe he meant it. He saw, uh, uh, Nero and he said, I'm, I'm glad you're not alone. Kiss on the cheek. And, um, he walks off like a man, and that walk, I, I wrote down the Clay death march. Mm-hmm. Um, Clay went out. He didn't go out like a coward, man. No. He, he went out like a badass. 
He knew what was. He knew his time had come. He wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna it's quiver right. in the face of it. Yeah. No. No tears. And again, this is this is. It goes back to that Sopranos line of "This is the life we chose." It's yep. the acceptance of that lifestyle. Um, and then let's. And in they march. Yeah. He'd been living on borrowed time since he got into prison. <sighs> and everybody. Yeah. And think of you know what I kept thinking of as well. Think of the journey of Clay. From I think two seasons ago to now, it has been oh, wow. one beating after another. I mean, from the moment his tats were taken off to <laughs> what he went through. I mean, he. I mean, he inflicted so much damage the first four seasons, but the last two, man, he experienced payback. Yeah, and it's funny, you know, like. W- we as fans, we we'd seen him do so much, and as much as we love Clay, we wanted him to hurt. We wanted him in pain. We wanted him, you know, dragged through the streets for everything that he had done, for all the deaths, for Tara's hand, for all that stuff. And you know, I still wasn't seeing all of that, all of the things that he has been through as that punishment. I'm like, he deserves more. I want more. You did. You still wanted. More. I still wanted more. I thought it wasn't enough. I felt um, you guys know I'm a huge Ron Perlman fan, and I'm a huge Clay fan. Yeah. And one of the things I didn't like, but I understand it was necessary, was him being in jail because I I missed his interaction with everybody. I yeah. didn't like physically seeing him behind with four walls and nothing else to deal with. Um, and I was excited about him in this final season. And uh, so that, but that aside, Gemma. When she looked really sad and he looked at her in the window, I, I felt really sad. Oh, yeah. That was a very painful moment. You know, she still loves him even though he's a piece of garbage. Well, so much history. And, yeah. You know, Nero put it best. Good or bad, he's a big part of your life. Yeah. Huge. I mean, that was – by the way, so it just it ends that chapter in her life. Um, and he made it hard for her – to hate him because look at what he did. He 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 volunteered. Tell Jax I'll do whatever he wants to save the club. Here's all my worldly possessions. I'm glad you're not a no- alone, Gemma. I mean, he made it. You know, he made it hard for her to to not just to be, dismiss it, and she yeah. broke down in the uh, in the escalator. And, afterwards. They, and and by the way, none of the none of the sons had did any remorse except Bobby. Bobby's face, I thought stone. You think? I think Bobby. Didn't like it going down that way. He voted it in, though. You're right. You're right. Thank you. You're he right. voted Sorry for about it. that. Yeah, you're right. Well, it, that uh, he can still know it's the right thing to do, but still hate that it has to happen. has to happen. Yeah. Unanimous vote. Yeah. We can't leave Galen alive, and Clay's been allowed to live for too long. We can't allow him his freedom. Like, uh, that's that's what it that's what it is, right? I mean, not only... Like, we're going to give... We're still going to give Galen to the DA, but... We can't leave him alive. He's done too much to the club. He deserves to die. To me, Clay's death was more... It was it was a long time coming, but it was also just to seal the deal for the Kings. He had to die to make this work with the Kings. And do you believe it when Jax told Connor, if we didn't do this, it would have been you and I on the floor? Do you believe that, or was he just saying that to... No, I 100% believe it. I 100% believe it. As soon as Clay so was it, out of prison, Galen would have started thinking about how do I eventually get them back? It might have taken a year. It might have taken 10, but he would have done it. Or, or but, oh, by the way, I hate Jax. Galen is like, I hate Jax. He, 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 I like you, Clay. 
He's done nothing but try to mess up, you know, my business, my career here. Yeah, and let's get rid of him. And um, I guess Clay's always been shady and shifty, so you know. Well, who? Well, that's it's honestly just a moot point. We have no idea if Clay would have gone for trying to get Jacks murdered, but having Galen in the world was a risk that they just couldn't take. And if taking Clay is the way that you get out of dealing with Galen, that's how you deal with it. And we anyway, so we he obviously gets blown away, and we're just all shocked, mm-hmm. shocked because it was shocking enough for Galen. Yeah, no, it was it was a sad, sad night, and then just that scene where Jax is laying it down to Connor. Uh, Connor's just like you, you a hole, like, <sighs> like, but just honestly, like you set me up, you played me, you get, you gave me my life, but now I have to lie to the kings if they think that I'm lying. I'm a dead man. Like, what's wrong with you? You made this decision for me. There's nothing I can do here. And Jax, you know, being the chess player, said, "Hey, you could, you now you're number one." Yeah. Connor worries me though. Because we wouldn't have gotten that scene of him drinking alone depressingly. And firing a gun into the wall. Great point. Yeah. Because I I don't know if he's full on with the plan. I don't know if he's with the plan, brother. He's he's definitely not happy about it. But honestly, what does does confessing give him? He'll die. I just think... He'll die or be a failure. Everyone who comes near these guys dies. He has more power to change the story. Yeah. Because he's got his side, but Jax has has to say what he said. So he can change his story, but Jax has to say what he said. And if he changes any part of his story, it can make the club look bad depending on how Jax says what he says. And bottom line, bottom line, Stephen, this, this is why it's a great point by you. If you're Sutter, if you're any good writer, yeah. you don't throw something out there uh, if it doesn't mean something. So to see him frustrated shooting the wall – He's clear. They're, 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 that's there for a reason. That's. I don't think that's just there for a little extra bonus. That's there to show us that there. It's going to be some kind of problem. Well, I mean, now he's got to sell. He's got to sell the blacks to the Irish. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's where work with black or you're but, out of business. But the fact again, the fact that he shoots the wall and he's drinking, it's 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 yeah. something is really you know he's. Love he's he's not celebrating. Hey, you know what? I could be boss hog now. Well, that's the thing. He's is very he, troubled, and that could co- that yeah. could that could be used as a tool. He understands. A plot tool. He understands that there is good fortune in being number one, but he's not happy about how it happened. He doesn't have he doesn't have the level of greed to be happy about his promotion in the wake of all of this. It's not as important to him. I think he was kind of content being number two. I think he was fine. I think so, too. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, he, he did not want to be number one. I want to talk briefly about Nero and uh, his sort of reaction to everything that played out oh, here today. Can I say something yeah. really quick? Just yeah. off what you just said. He was privy being number two. I mean, it's kind of interesting because you look at Clay. Clay was the number one, and he was the asshole. Galen was the number one. He was the asshole. Look oh. what happens to Jax after Jax gets number one. It's all that pressure. Oh Look yeah, Con- Connor's got a family just like Jack's. Now right. he's number one. And by the way, just talk about the fall of the old guard. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know the old way of doing business. You know the new way is now. You know we 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 work with blacks. We work with Chinese. We yeah. work, you know we we don't do guns. You know so anyway. Uh, well, also just for a quick moment, Clay was the last member of the original 
of the of the. Uh, I was asking you if Bobby was an original, and we weren't sure. Sorry, no. fans, we should probably. Know uh, for, that. He was not one of uh, one of the first seven. No, um, so, and that's another epic passing. Yeah, is the old guard truly is dead? Um, on the other hand, though, you've got Nero, this guy who's on the outside, who's just life keeps getting worse because of Jax's decisions. Mm. You know, Jax had told him everything, or so Nero thought. Until he got to this hangar and saw him execute Clay. Uh, which between that and all the drama that's gone on with Gemma, by the time that he's trying to comfort Gemma and she, she says you should, we should just ma- get married. He's like, um, no way, mama. I've seen what happens to your husbands. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't look pretty. Yeah. He, he, um, he, when after Clay went down, he, he, it didn't seem like he was happy. It, it no. just didn't. It, you know, I feel like he, we know he was away from this lifestyle. And he said he brought the Godfather paradox, which is from Godfather 3. You know, the the more I try to put away, the the the, the more they pull me back in. You know, yeah. something like that. And, and um, this is what's happening with him. He's being pulled deeper in, even though he's trying to get away from it. And you could just see with, Jacks, he he didn't approve of the shooting. He didn't approve of of any of that. But in typical Nero fashion, he just kind of shrugged and was just like, "Okay, mano," you know, like yeah. Uh, well, I had a point, and it's well, just, we would, it just and then we were scary. talking about the you know you maybe you can we can talk about the fact that you know Gemma says to him, "Hey, you you are like his father." The way he looks okay, up to you. Here's what it is. Yes. What? Uh, she, it, that felt like spin to me. It felt like spin to me. She's like, you know that Jax loves you. He, you know, you're like his father. He listens to you. And Nero's like, no, he doesn't listen to me. No, he doesn't listen to me. He just, he keeps doing more aggressive (laughs) shit. I tell him, you know, you're being too violent. This is too loud. Do we really need to do this? He's like, everything's okay. And then he executes the former president of the club, leaves all the bodies, for the DA to find. A, a couple of members of the IRA. A couple of members of the IRA. Uh, like, it, you know, as much as Jax is like this is... ranking members. Yeah. Nonetheless. Jack says, you know, this is the last piece of our rotten past. What I'm doing with you is our future. I don't think that that's really much of a help to Nero right now. He yeah. loves Gemma, but, like, his life has just oh, gone boy. to crap since he met her. Um, There's but- just so many times you can say... What we're doing, brother, this is our future. There's just so many times I you can know. say that, that that just no. loses and meaning. I, and I am really getting nervous for for the aftermath of Jax because there's just so much blood on his hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's only just so much you can justify. But, again, that's a discussion for later, uh, for other shows, other uh, after shows. Yeah, for yeah. the next two episodes. Or even in the season after that. Um, but I was going to say with Nero... He it was interesting that we learned that his son Lucas, Lucius, Lucius was in the in that um, in the health condition he's in because the wife was from, using was uh, heroin. Yeah. same same way that uh, that Jax's so son. You just see, there's just with him, there's just so many skeletons in his closet. You know, in Nero's too that he just can't get away from. Yeah, the he, I loved that line where he was like. The hate I have, I can chew the hate I have for her. Even though she's dead. Yeah, even though she's dead. You know. 
It's um, not good to hold on to that stuff. To talk about Tara and and Gemma, um, obviously at odds. And you know, earlier in the episode, Tara's new lawyer tells her, uh, "Yeah, it's either your freedom or your children." Yeah, it's one or the quite other. Quite a decision that she has to make. But great writing because it helps everything else later. Yeah. Uh, it complicates her situation, uh, and then when the DA comes to her, it's it's a lifeline. It's, I can have both. This is the only way that I can have both, but it means betraying everyone that I know, and it could get me killed. And when, the, but, you know, backing up before that even happens, interesting her reaction after Clay gets killed. So everyone's kind of somber, and we see Tara give... You know, with her broken hand or what, whatever is wrong with her hand, yeah. she she touches Jax's hand and almost in su- support. Yeah, and in tenderness and also kind of saying thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then she's in the car and uh, Jem is crying and she's like, okay, he uh, remember this is the guy yeah. that... No, it, well, it was not even like that. She was just letting Nero know exactly who this guy was. Ice cold. She's like, this is the guy who who tried to have me killed, tried to have Jax killed, uh, ruined my hand, ruined my career. Um, I'm glad he's dead. Something, you know. She, I think she even added something else too. You know, and yeah. then didn't even left out the fact that you know Piney's wife and you know yeah, when he in. killed Piney Winston, and uh, and yeah. the fact is, I mean, excuse me, uh, Opie's wife, yeah, Sorry, Opie's everybody. wife, uh, Donna, is it? He deserved to die long ago. Yeah, glad he's dead. And uh, and he just and then Nero Gemma just goes, starts crying. Right, and you see Nero go. Oh my god, this mm-hmm. is just you people are oh, I, 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 idiots. I think I've seen it all. Yeah. Well, it just it keeps going back to that Stern interview. You keep you kept. Oh yeah, me. great. You know, fans. Um, I don't know if it's on YouTube, but Kurt Sutter was uh, interviewed on Howard Stern. Uh, last week, it was a great interview. Katie Segal actually came in at the very end. Oh yeah, and and I lo- I love that as a as a writer myself. I love the fact that it was Sutter he interviewed, and then he brought in Katie later. Where in the past it's always been interview Howard, the star or anyone interviews the star, and then the artist uh, writer creator type is the you know maybe he get or she gets brought in later. So it was nice, but. During the interview, it was kind of funny because Stern's a huge, and I know this because Howard actually has told me personally, huge Sons of Anarchy fan. And he, and he said, they are the worst motorcycle <laughs> gang. They don't make any money. They bumble every operation. It was just kind of funny, but it was also very revealing. Just anyway, if you guys can check it out, if you're, if you're big Sons fans, I, I recommend. It was, it was very good. Um, but talking about... Tara and Gemma. Yes. They, they they have this little exchange and then... Well, for, first of all, when Tara walked into the house where her kids were and saw Gemma there, I thought that she was going to pitch a fit. So helpless at that point. Though. Right. So, but she's so she helpless. Does, she she's, doesn't want to do it in rap, front of these kids. She doesn't want to do it around the kids. Rat boy watching her 24-7. Just heard from the cops. It's freedom or your children. I mean, she's got all the chips stacked against her. Mm-hmm. So I get it. But we were cringing because we knew Patterson was going to cut her off at the hospital, which she did. Um, and then Patterson puts her on the spot. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, Tara's another pickle. 
And Tara doesn't really see it as a pickle. She sees no. it as an opportunity. It's not another pickle. She let it happen. When she got the call from Patterson, she could have let Gemma know. She could have called Jax. Half of me thought maybe she would in, in light of the clay shooting and her approving of it. But she's like, um, or she's like, or we can come to your office. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Oh, it was just my lawyer. It wasn't anybody. She, she let it happen because she wanted to hear what she had to say and she wanted to see if maybe there was a way out. The, it was her way out last week. It's her way out this week. I'll bring you a bullet. A bullet. What, what would that give me? That's like the one thing I think I can do. Uh, what would that give me? And she pulls out Piney's bullet and uh, uh bobby's or bobby's bullet okay. sorry i do it all the time yeah she pulls out bobby's bullet and she pockets it and now she's she's thinking about it. she's considering she could get witness protection for her and her boys everything yeah she and, can get the i mean you know the one part of it fans and i know people flip-flop on terror yeah sometimes they feel really bad and they're really frightened for her and then other times you know they get mad because but at the end of the day you have to protect your kids yeah and Seeing the amount of deaths and, and even just being reminded about Opie and Phil and Half Sack, you know, and and you have to understand you're going to do anything to protect your babies. And if you love them unconditionally, the way that we saw the most notorious character from the club, Clay, give Gemma unconditional love by saying, I'm glad you're not alone. Well, of course, Tara's going to be like that with those kids. And um, Wendy's a junkie who's proven herself. She's not strong enough or fit enough to be a mother. She's got to take those, get those kids out of there. Tara's so, out of options. I, I, but, but you know, I understand. It's not, it's not about being ruthless. It's about protecting those two little kids and yeah. getting them away from this life. Yeah, she's being mama bear. And yeah. uh, Jax has that scene with her uh, in the episode where he, where he says kind of what what I was saying last week or a couple weeks ago, which is that. You know, I understand why you did what you did. Um, right. Nice moment. Yeah. And she even responds like she gives a look saying, wow. I, you know, so in other words, you love them unconditionally, too, into a, for you to say that. Right. You uh, accept that them being around you is potentially negative. And you get why I, as a mom, it's not about my hatred of you. It's about me trying to protect these kids. Yeah. Um, and only for her to. You know, get that bullet and get the evidence. Oh. Um, and, uh, you know, now we've got Patterson. Mm-hmm. Out for blood. Out for blood. The and deal didn't go the way it was supposed nope. to. You know, uh, apparently we're going to get a scene with her and Jax next well, week. Well, let's go. On, so we should. Yeah, we just we should, yeah, let's go on to predictions. Sorry about that. And now, you're after Buzz TV. All right. So, we've got Jax talking to Patterson. Patterson isn't going to deal with the Suns again. She, it's not happening. Um, Tara's got this big decision to make. She's only got a day to decide whether or not she's going to turn this bullet over. Um, I think she does. I think she pulls the trigger we on it. We see the Chinese. We see the Chinese are back. We we still don't know how the Suns are going get, to get out from under them. They're probably going to try to spin it as, "Look, we took out the I- we took out the Irish, so now you can uh, you can go and take over all of NorCal. We're out of guns, you know. So like that's a gift. I'm wondering if they accept that gift or they're like that's not enough. Um, I have a lo- I th- I've just got a long term. Please, 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 please. Um, the one thing that doesn't sit well with me is 
you know, we know how bad these guns are. Okay. Um, I don't get, I, I don't, I get people defending the right to have guns. I, I get it. I'm not saying I do defend it. I'm saying I get it. But when those people cross the line is when they see these ridiculous assault weapons going up and blowing up schools. Like how you don't say we have to figure out something, you know, is beyond me. And that being said, I feel like Kurt Sutter's just minded. And I feel like on the one hand, I'm rooting for Jax to get them out of guns. But you know what? We even consider the fact that we're still passing on this bigger problem where the Chinese or 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 August can come in and yay, just so the suns are out of guns, but what but, about the rest of the world? It means the rest of Northern California is filled with guns and more. So we also know that August is going to find out about Pope and become an enemy. I think this ends with the gun trade in that area going down. Being decimated? Yes. And it doesn't mean that Jack lives or whatever. It just means that I feel like yeah, I, I feel like that gun problem doesn't get passed on. I feel like it gets it and gets that's resolved. the ultimate arc of the of the of the series. It, it, right? Maybe that's it. Maybe it's the club. If the club perishes, mm-hmm. it's for the greatest good, which is to wipe out all these gun runners. Yeah, wipe out the gun runners. I think that that's that's a very interesting idea, and it would it would lend itself to a nice thematic arc over the whole series. Of just sort of like it's ultimately it's about the club, it's about motorcycle gangs, it's also about the gun trade in Northern Cali, and it kind of it brings me to what my next question was, which is what does season seven look like without Clay? Because I always thought this series ends with mm. a with that conflict because that's been the right. most you would, central the, conflict, the Oedipus, you know, th- you know. Uh, but no, um, I think it's going to be. Uh, all shark circling. I think it's going to be the Chinese. I think it's going to be um, August. Is going to find out about Pope. Yeah, I Chinese think. August IRA. Patterson might be there for another season. And as fans keep reminding us, Ethan Zobel is still alive. Yep. Mm-hmm. I. So, okay. go, I think like Breaking Bad, it's going to be everyone coming at them. But go ahead, Stephen. Yeah, I think I think next season's a war. I think that this is just all out. This season's going to kick off with all out war. Because the Suns are taking themselves out of it, but it's going to be all at war and charming, and it's going to be all at war around there, and it's going to be what they're doing. I think we're forgetting about Wendy a little bit. I think mm. if Tara's going to do anything, she's right. going to trust Wendy to take her kids and get the she hell out of She can't trust Wendy. I mean, I, Wendy's I, a I, junkie. I, I'm, I'm, just, all right, all right. I'm saying who's she going to trust? Unser, who kind of went against her? I mean, it, I, I don't think, know. Maybe she sells them out to Roosevelt, like. As, as she or planned. Patterson, Patterson she, excuse me, yeah. Patterson. She she doesn't have any other allies. She, I think Wendy's. I think Wendy is going to play a part in this because when yeah, because Wendy is, as we know, at the house where the kids are, and even if it's not even by Tara's rules, I think Wendy could take the kids on her own behalf. Oh god! And they're going to think that it's Tara, even if Tara doesn't. Tara doesn't make the deal, but the kids end up out of the house and they can't find Tara. They're yeah. gonna, Gemma's going to think know. that Tara tried to bail. Okay, so guys, last question. Was the previews or uh, the tease, was that two episodes worth of tease like like these shows do sometimes, or is that actually just for next week? That's all. It's not next week. It's two weeks from now. Okay. It's, but, but I thought it was all from that episode. From, from one episode. Though. Yes. And we have two episodes remaining, correct? Yes. 
Wow. Okay, uh, you guys, I'm at Undergaro. Undergaro, on, I just been doing pictogram. We have to send Instagram. Instagram. We, we gotta send out a picture of us. And uh, I don't know, I do Boardwalk Empire. Only one more of those. And Bar Rescue, where do we All right. find you, Matty? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M A T T L I E B E R M A N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on the Sleepy Hollow, Marvel's Agents of Shield, and now Almost Human after shows. If you haven't gotten a chance to check that out, it's a new Fox series about robot android cops and artificial intelligence set in the future. It's pretty cool. Check it out. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for watching or listening, and we will hear you or see you on December third. Thanks, Good night. Stephen. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. At Chris Lee Kennedy. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.